Hello. Oh my goodness. Hello, hello. Kibby. I'm genuinely happy to see your name in chat. Haven't heard the song in a while, Dan. I feel like you're not dancing enough. Not big dancers, the Natics. Maybe Katie. Maybe Jason. Wow. Hello, everybody. Dan, I'm happy to be back. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I'm sorry about a long absence. Thank you for listening. This is, of course, the one and only world-renowned. This might sound stupid podcast. Podcasts two friends do uh, just about every week. Yeah. Get to the point where we might have to say semi-regularly. Uh, as a reason to hang out with each other because they're good friends and it's fun to hang out. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, you can subscribe to it on whatever platform you could podcast on. If you don't know how to subscribe to the podcast, I don't know how you found the podcast, so I'm not going to go into that in any more detail. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. You can find us on YouTube by searching this might sound stupid and then also getting lucky because even when I searched it, mm-hmm. it didn't come up. Yeah. But we are on YouTube. Uh, I have been putting videos up there. I plan on putting more up there. Right now, it's just streams of me playing Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't plan on like switching, mm-hmm. but we have both. So we're on YouTube as well. This might sound stupid. Uh, if you ever want to email us, you can do that at thismightsoundstupid at gmail.com. If you ever want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's typically where I let people know if we have to cancel the show. Correct. Dan, we have two sponsors on our podcast. Mm-hmm. One of them is Joey the Good Boy, oldest and best sponsor. There's his back little feetsies in his belly. Yep. Uh, I love Joey. He's a good boy. Our other sponsor is Mike Long, a talented designer who is not for hire, but he's a sponsor of our podcast. He designed all of our graphics. You could try and hire him. We keep saying you can't. Boom! Two weeks, no show. I did everything. Yes. Nice. Don't touch my hand. No. (laughs) I don't want want that. Oh, man. You guys. What is this said over here? Oh, I got to make this bigger and my dumb ass smaller. Uh, I'm getting so old. You can do it. 
Timmy says, I was so sad about last week. I found past episodes and listened to them for a week. <laughs> Did you really? You're the best. Do you have uh, do you have like go-to ones? That, like, is there one that you like that you listen to more than once that or twice even? I'm trying to go back now. So I started this. I also like Premiere Pro, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's like a very complicated program. Yeah. I wanted like, you know, when you make a clip on Twitch mm-hmm. and you're like, I'll drag the yellow line to here and I'll drag the yellow line to there and I'm done. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted. No. Nope. And I loaded the very first like video podcast of ours mm-hmm. into Twitch and was just like, what the f- or not into Twitch, into Adobe. Into, into Adobe Premiere and was just like, how do I do? What is the the razor tool? Like, Oh yeah, it's insane. There's so many bars and like. Man. So, but I am, I want to upload all of our old stuff to YouTube, but there's like copywritten mir- uh, music in there that I have to cut out. And then I also thought it'd be fun to clip some of our like the moments that we refer back to that mm-hmm. are because so this is crazy by the way and also i just want to address liam's comment liam i wish i would love sweet tart ropes to be a sponsor and we'd eat i would i would eat them on every podcast yeah. diet or not i'd eat them uh what was i saying this is crazy i just met you but call me maybe um kibby i'll get to your comment in a second this might be no, not this one. Mm-hmm. This it might be this one or it might be the next one is our three year anniversary. Aprilish sounds right. No, because the so the very first video podcast that I have recorded of mm-hmm. us is right after Aurora was born. Huh. And Aurora's about to turn three. So we it might be this one or it's the next one. Okay. But we had done like two and then I took a week off because Aurora had been born. Mm-hmm. And then we do one, and that was so that was the one I was watching. I was like, oh shit, we're coming. This might be, th- but fucking three years. That's weird to think about. Yeah. Like we did this all the way through the pandemic. And we, and we didn't record like we, like we, when we did video, we immediately started streaming, right? There isn't like a, I have to, there, dub- there isn't like a, a video one that isn't a Twitch one. I thought we had a video of one from the very jump, but we might have done like the first two. Audio only? Yeah, yeah. I think they're just I think it was only audio. But the way the way that I'm talking in the video that I was watching, mm-hmm. the like the first one when I sort by, you know, age, mm-hmm. the way I'm talking, it seems like we had video recordings of the other ones too. Interesting. I just can't remember. Yeah, I don't recall when like these things showed up. But I want like uh, what Oh yeah, the these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cameras used to be so jank. Yeah, they were just like taped to the top of this monitor. Right. Uh, I think these things showed up after quarantine cast. Okay. Like when we started back in person, I think. No. No? I feel like they had to be before before that? Yeah. See that? Oh, that's what I was just going to say. I'm also excited to like go through and see like, when does Kibby show up? Like what episode does Kibby first like pop in? Mm -hmm. That'll be, that'll be really interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I want to get all those up on YouTube, but yeah, three years, man. And that is, I was going to say. Like buying these things, mm-hmm. uh, and just like I'm gonna buy a new table for down here, uh, one one that we can stand at. So mm-hmm. if we want to do a podcast stand, because I've been sitting a lot today. You did three thousand today, yesterday. Okay, so if you had done, but you know when you do three thousand, you sit a lot. Yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't sit a lot today. I sat a lot this afternoon. My morning was. We don't need to talk <laughs> about that. Uh, but like the longer we've done it, the more okay I've been. Like I'll buy this little thing or I'll buy that little. Like I, I wanna. I was. I was looking at. 
somebody else's camera feed mm-hmm. uh, this week on Twitch, and I was like, we should get new cameras. Like, we should get better. But they're probably good enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I thought it was weird. Like, yeah, like, I spent, like, $190. On that thing? Like, that and, like, whatever, whatever that thing yeah. is. Yeah. And it's it feels weird, because mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know, we're just doing this to dink around. But it's... But now we've been dinking around for three years, and it's just like... Yeah. It's yeah, I, and I don't. When I was saying that, I didn't mean it as any way in like an invest. Like I'm investing in it. Mm. It's just like I don't know. It's a hobby. It, yeah, you know, people spend money on their hobbies, and this is just it's. If the hobby hadn't lasted more than six months, then yeah, it would have been dumb to like go all out and buy everything. But mm-hmm. since we like doing it, it's like well, we could get a few other things that make it mm-hmm. more fun. What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, so I'll start with this one. Um, Stone. Brewing puts these out every so often. I haven't had one of these in a, a few years. Uh, this is called a Stone Enjoy By, and so it's all oh, those like are a, good. Like a fresh hop IPA. So I guess one is four twenty. There's you. I think they do four twenty every year, and there's another one in like June or July. Um, that's yeah. Before I tell you what I'm drinking, because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to go off on another tangent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kibby said, yeah, the episode where we where we did the top five movie props is my favorite. Probably the most diverse top five done. It was before we kept track of the lists. Interesting. Oh, and yeah. listening to pop top, past top five lists gave me an idea too. Ooh, cool. I hope nice. you emailed it to us. Uh, by the way... To address that, we're not doing top five tonight. Uh, Dan and I don't have it done. I think only Kibby does. Maybe. <laughs> but I didn't remember that it was supposed to be the top five. Like, it's the top five episode tonight. Yeah. So we don't have it done. And we can't do it. And rather than trying to cram it into next week, mm-hmm. which I'll get into... Mm-hmm. We're just going to say that that top five list is for April because reasons. Sure. I am drinking water because, of, the, because of those reasons. Uh, Jesus. Dan? Bropes. Kibby? Bropes. Bropes. Um... Yeah, I'm drinking water because, sorry, I was like, I said bropes to Kibby because Kibby always says bropes to me. Bropes to everybody else too, <laughs> but bropes to Kibby. Uh, I'm drinking water just because, so two Thursdays ago, mm-hmm. I canceled because my daughter was sick and I was pretty certain it was the flu because mm-hmm. uh, my daughter and I get sick pretty similarly which i know sounds weird uh well maybe it doesn't sound weird if you have kids but like amber and nemo get sick more similarly and aurora and i do hmm. and so i was just the way she was i was like i think this is the flu mm-hmm. dan is probably a good idea for you to not come over mm-hmm. uh so we didn't do it then and then i was all set to do it mm-hmm. like and then last wednesday I was doing a project at one of our sites here and not like anything, not no heavy lifting, nothing. 
all I was doing was running some ethernet cable through some like piping that you put on the wall to hide the cable. But you have to like peel the cable or the piping, the tape for it and put it up. And then you have to run the cable and you're like bending down and getting up on this little stupid stool mm-hmm. and like doing all that. And like I would take my arms down and my shoulders would feel gassed. Like I've done overhead presses or something like, and like I would get back up like I'd be bending down to do something with the cable and then I'd get back up on the stool and like I'd I'd be sweaty mm. and like out of breath and I was just like man what what is this why is this so taxing and then yeah just like went outside and felt cold mm. and it wasn't cold that day that was like one of the nice days we yeah, got like 40 50 right it was not cold but I felt cold and then like as the day went on I just felt worse and worse and I was like fuck me I'm going to have to cancel the podcast again if I'm sick that night, I took NyQuil and went to bed at like 8. Like, didn't feel good, but I was like, all right, I'm just going to go right to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, p- basically after the kids are asleep, I'm just going to go to bed. And then, like, hopefully I can just get really good rest and I'll just be over it and, like, everything can be fine. And then I woke up at, like, midnight or whenever the NyQuil wore off mm-hmm. on Thursday. And I texted Amber, like, I'm sick, sick. You ha- like you're gonna have to figure out how to bring the kids to school tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. I'm sick, mm-hmm. uh, and took more Nyquil, <laughs> and then Thursday I had basically a fever all day of 102.6. Cool uh, FM was like sweating mm-hmm. through my clothes, but like and with blankets on, but freezing. Mm-hmm. I'm still because people did COVID tests and they've come up negative. I'm still convinced it was the flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's typically how I get the flu. But you, I was just saying this, Amber, usually when I get the flu, I'm sick for like, I'll have that first day where I start to feel shitty Mm -hmm. and then a day where I feel awful. And then the next day I don't feel great, but I feel better than I did the day before. Mm -hmm. And then usually like two days after that, I'm pretty back to normal. But I don't know if you can hear that my nasal congestion. And at some point in the podcast, I might have to like take, I have a halls in my pocket, like because I might just start coughing. Mm. It's And like I wake up and I still feel like run down. My exercises, I've had to reduce all my reps on all my sets. Like whatever this fucking... Like my kids are still coughing. And now my poor mom has it. She tested negative for COVID too. My stepdad has it. He tested negative for COVID too. So we're pretty sure it's not COVID. But like whatever this bug is, is nasty, man. It must, yeah, it must just be like a really bad flu this year. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it sucks. And so that's why I'm drinking water. That's also, I mean, the last two weeks for me personally have just, and for Amber and just us here in the Ostercamp household. Exhausting. Yeah, it's just been shitty. It has not been fun to like just be alive day to day. It's Mm -hmm. just been kind of an effort. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, sorry, I don't have it ready. And I also don't, because because of how like kind of just, stressful and whatever (laughs) stressful and whatever uh half of this month has been Mm -hmm. for us i haven't even gotten to think about it so i don't want to like usually i like to ponder it and think Mm -hmm. so i don't want to cram it in to next week trying to get it done yeah i want to just give myself april so it's kind of a selfish thing to be honest but it's like i want to just give myself april you can watch the movies with the kids do some research right i did actually want to do that I just want to give myself April and just say, like, that's a fun list. Mm-hmm. I want to do it justice. See which ones scare your children. So we're going we're gonna to watch it. Or we're going to do that list next at the end of next month. God willing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in God. 
Uh, Liam. He believes in you. I do need those Blizzard calories. But, mm-hmm. Dan, I man, I have so much I want to talk about. Good. I have nothing. Good. I am 20 pounds down mm-hmm. as of my last weigh-in. So the last two weeks have been stressful. I, You know what I've done really well at that I'll give myself a pat on the back for? I have done really well at uh, not just saying, like, fuck it and just eating out. Oh, yeah. That's easy. Right. So Thursday, I literally didn't eat food all day. Well, that's not true. I can't say literally because I had uh, like five or six strawberries okay, and an apple. Okay. So I did eat food. It is a lie to say literally. I did yeah. eat food. I ordered Panda Express. Just didn't eat it. And when it came, like I ordered it before my kids got home. Mm-hmm. And then when it came, Aurora was like throat pitching this mad fit and like Nemo wanted my attention. Mm-hmm. And I felt so crummy on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it just like all of a sudden my fever felt way worse and I got nauseous. So my Panda Express was just there and I just like I took one bite of the noodles. Like maybe if I just taste it and was like, nope, this is a bad (laughs) idea. And so I just put it in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so then Friday when I felt better but Mm -hmm. not like great, I did let myself. I ate that whole Panda Express. And then for dinner I got Jersey Mike's. So But I was like, I didn't eat for a whole day. Yeah. So I'm like two. I like this day can be four thousand calories, which Panda Express and Jersey Mike's was not gonna be. No. So you know what I mean? It was like I can eat four thousand calories and still be in a calorie deficit. So I just ate that. Mm-hmm. But I've done really well at like not just. I'm still meal prepping. I'm mm-hmm. still eating well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I haven't tracked it as diligently. Like today was one of the first days that I like was diligently tracking again. Like you're almost to the point where like that's that's fine. Like you don't necessarily have to track. Like you 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 understand a lot right. about the food you're eating. I think that's a, what I've learned for myself is it's a slippery slope mm. because I start to go like I I don't know what the psychology behind it is, mm-hmm. but like yesterday I measured out exactly thirteen grams of peanut butter, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just know. Mm-hmm. So next time I would do like, that's probably 13 grams of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I can kind of remember, but it starts to get distorted and you just start to do things like take two tablespoons, which is a full serving. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, that's probably 13. Mm-hmm. And like, you'll just, so this time I'm just trying to stay diligent about it. Despite the fact that I've lost and to say I've lost 20 pounds is kind of mm-hmm. true and not true because whatever lost a lot of his water weight too that can fluctuate but i have lost 11 pounds of body fat okay per my scale Mm -hmm. so i just want to keep going and because i'm i don't know i but you're not ketoing no i gave up keto yeah yeah. i just i think i've gotten better and better at the calorie deficits and like meal planning like these meals i've been having are awesome it's it's easier now in the world to that's do a part that. of it too like it's like there's so many options right like and like you found that with like with just the keto stuff where oh yeah just, it was like, way easier like than it was 10 years ago are built to uh if you want it give you a slightly more expensive healthy option right yeah but i mean the stuff i mean now is not expensive mm-hmm. but i mean they have the these uh I, I forget what they're called but they're so they're tortilla wraps Mm-hmm. And they're 50 calories a piece. Like, that's nothing. Is that corn or flour? Flour. Okay. 
Uh, and so I've been like pre-making burritos and uh, things like that. Some of them I will freeze and microwave and then other ones I just pre-make and leave in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then the nice part is like if I come home to do a workout, mm-hmm. like when I know like, okay, all I have is left is core. Mm-hmm. So I turn on the frying pan just real low and then I just take them out and set them there. Mm-hmm. And they'll fry up, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, you go do two sets and you mm-hmm. come back and it's like, all right, that was a little like probably about four minutes and you mm-hmm. flip them mm-hmm. and then your lunch is just done. You mm-hmm. eat your lunch in 10 minutes and boom. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel different this time because I'm not like chomping at the bit to get off. Like the past two nights at mo- or the past two Tuesdays at movie night, mm-hmm. I've had Philly cheesesteaks mm-hmm. uh, and like ice cream and sweet tarts and... Mm-hmm. But I'm not, the difference is I'm not like also then eating out on Friday and then getting takeout with everybody on Sunday. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, but that is an eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. It's a peanut. Don't eat it. I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, diet has always been my problem, but a couple I know, both health nuts, Give me a few tips, and it's been working. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, – I think the difference for me right now is, like, I don't I don't feel hungry. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound maybe unintuitive. At least it was for me. Okay. I find that tracking – so – I don't track my calories all year. It might seem like I do because mm-hmm. I talk about food and tracking calories a lot and I've been doing it for the past 10 weeks now, mm-hmm. you know, which is almost three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but I eat better when I'm tracking them on uh, in both ways. When I'm diligently tracking, I'm not overeating mm-hmm. but i am also eating enough if i'm trying to stay in a calorie deficit mm-hmm. and i don't track i will under eat to a point that is bad for my health well, that does sense. that make sense 100 okay so like it's it's both sides of it whereas like uh tracking it is is beneficial on both both ends of that spectrum it 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 ensures that I eat enough mm-hmm. because I'm actually paying attention and going like, shit, I need like 800 calories more today to get to where I'm 300 calories below mm-hmm. what I figure is my maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like that's also important. And I don't think I've appreciated that enough in years past because to be honest, like tracking your calories is annoying mm-hmm. and it's time consuming, especially when you have little kids but I can't just eyeball it or it's like I just – I have failing health. You have big eyes. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I have failing health mm-hmm. where like I get shingles and shit. Yeah, because you're, 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 yeah, you're, you're prone to – at least like you, you, you were before where it'd be like – No, I still am. Where it'd be like especially with like the – when you're first like doing your calorie deficit stuff like, you know, a couple years ago it was like you were – if you were under, 
you didn't try and get like up. Right. You just stay, you're like, oh, I'm I'm like I'm like seven hundred under. This is right. great. Well, because I would just know like, okay, well, I know I'm under. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I'm under by though, mm-hmm. so I don't want to risk it. I just won't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you get shingles, or you're like because your body's like it's you. super hard to get up in the morning, or you're sick all the time. Like every little cold you get, like. And this isn't like that. Like, I don't go to bed starving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wake up tired, but not like just a total slog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I want to keep tracking them for that too. But I haven't really decided when I want to stop. I am six pounds away from where I wanted to be the last time I weighed myself. <coughs> but I'm also kind of... Where, where was that? 170. Okay. So I wanted to go from 196 down to 170. And I went from 196 down to 176 okay. uh, in the past 10 weeks. But... Is, is, that, is that the cue to take your yeah, shirt off? now I'm going to strip. <laughs> I got, my arms are caught in it. Just <laughs> because I'm too buff. I feel like you're showing off now. I I'm not. Look at me on the camera. I look like a fucking moron. Uh... Down here. But then I take my other shirt off. Yeah. Just, hold on. Uh, so yeah, I'm almost it basically be 26 pounds, but I just 170 was the number. I was like, I can hit 170. Yeah. Uh, but once I hit, once I hit that, like if I weighed myself tomorrow and I was 170, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, I'm not I'm not gonna just not track my calories anymore. No, but you just don't have to be in a deficit well no if i hit the if i hit 170 tomorrow the number that i've started to realize is more important to me is the body fat that i've lost Mm -hmm. and i don't know what that number should be in my head Mm -hmm. because i've never paid attention to it before does that make sense yeah so now i'm like paying attention to that number and the number what's your your percent i don't know what the percent is but i i've lost 11 pounds okay so you but you you don't you don't know what your current Body fat percentage? Yeah. Uh, I have a picture of it, but I'm not going to dig through to get it. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, But the scale I have... So I was talking to a friend of mine who's a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. uh, And the scale I have sends like an electric charge through your body because it goes through muscle differently than it does fat. And I was like, how accurate is that? Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, it's probably not measuring your, your actual body fat super accurately, but the way that it's measuring it will be consistent. So if you oh, are true. if you are consistently tracking that number mm-hmm. and it's going down, then you are actually legitimately losing body fat. Yes. Maybe you've only lost eight pounds, or maybe you've lost fourteen pounds of body fat. You don't. You'd have to do a much more like a test. I'm not going to do because I'm not a bodybuilder. Like you, you water might, displacement tests yeah, or shit like that. And you might just carry more water in general. Right. The, but but anyways, there's like tests you can do to legitimately yes. figure out what your actual body fat percentage is, but. He was like, if that if that's the number you're looking at and it's going down, then yes, you are mm-hmm. in fact losing body fat. Yep. So I'm just I want to pay attention to that number. And that's kind of now what I'm using to ca- what's the word? Calibrate? Mm-hmm. To calibrate when I will stop like tracking my calories. Sure. Because I want it like let's say that that number gets to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, that's kind of around what I want to look like now. Mm-hmm. 
then I'll stop there. Sure. And then the next year I would know like, okay, well I want to lose. And yeah, I have a picture of the percentage too. So I'd be looking at the percentage to say like, okay, I'm at this and I want to get mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Kibi says that was one of their tips. Basically have a dietary journal and track what you eat when you eat calories, water consumption. Yeah. And weigh it. Mm-hmm. I mean, food scales are like, I think they're like 1499 or 1999. You know what's crazily like... But, like, don't... Sorry. I was going to say, like, you know what's crazily important to all that is, like, all the people that don't drink enough water. Oh, yeah. Drink water. Like drink lots like, of water. Your, your body can't, like... sure Be you're like, like Rolo. You're, sure you're, like, working out and you're, like, eating well, but if you're not hydrating, then your body's just like, I can't right. do what you want me to do. Yeah. Well, it'll slow fat loss, too. Yeah. Be like Rolo. Rolo, do you have a picture of your of your water bottle that you can share with us? It's like, be feisty. Get, <laughs> go get it, girl. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm not sure people should drink like Rolo. <laughs> no. Everyone, like... Just set, just put a link in here. Because how much water are you supposed to do have Do you have a link? Day? Or do I need to put it up on Chrome? That's how I'm, like, like, what, I've like heard that that's like bullshit. Ounces? Well, you still, you still you need to drink water. My... Yeah. My yeah, basic can. goal is to have my water be mostly clear. That's you mean My pee. pee. <laughs> my water. I, I want my water to always be clear. Yeah. Uh, BRB. Yeah, I I want my pee to be mostly clear. But yeah, f- like a cup of oatmeal, like this is the one this is the first one where I myself was like, "Oh shit, I actually do need to weigh it." A half cup of oatmeal. I forget what it is in weight. It's like I want it's either 32 grams or 54 grams, it's something like that. Okay. Is a serving of oatmeal. And it says a half a cup. Mm-hmm. But like you scoop a half a cup and you dump it in there and you're like, 86 grams? What? Like why is that so much? Mm-hmm. I, ga- I It's a half a cup. So like weigh your food and then you actually know the serving you're getting. Um, And yeah, like I think, I think for somebody like you, you don't like you, unless you were going to be a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. you don't really have any reason to track your calories unless you were doing what I what yeah, I yeah, want to do like, is like, like if I want to cut if you were like well I want to lose body fat for summer mm-hmm. which is all I'm doing mm-hmm. then you would do it but for me personally before it was ever about vanity it was about a level of self-control mm-hmm. because I don't I have really good self-control, but like I love to just eat and eat and eat. Mm -hmm. And so tracking my food and weighing it out over time helped me figure out about how many calories I'm eating, Mm -hmm. which is not good if I actually want to lose body fat, then I actually need to track it. If my goal is to actually see a substantial loss in body fat, then I actually need to track it. If I just don't want to put on a ton of weight, then yeah, now at this point, I can look at my food and keep a running total in my head and say, I don't know, I'm somewhere between 2000 and 2400, which means I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I knew how much food meant what in terms of calories, mm-hmm. I, I just have a tendency to overeat. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like me, it was really important that I track it for several years, basically to just really get a better understanding of like what I'm eating because it's, I have the self-discipline to stop eating, but when I didn't know, like, well, 
I have no way to measure it, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna eat. Yeah, I, I could tell. Like there are some days, like because like, I I could be the the opposite of you. Some days where like I just under eat, right? Because like, I like, I don't get hungry a lot. So like, you know, if must, I'm just like must be tough. If I'm at like you know 300 calories at like dinner time, and I'm eating like a meal that's like. 800 right I, that's that's not enough that's not enough <laughs> you're still yeah yeah i can't do that i uh i need to eat but so my new theory too was what i'm doing now is basically with keto mm-hmm. i wouldn't eat breakfast and then i'd have a lunch that was like 800 calories but the thing is like fat is so satiating that i would i would legitimately just stay full mm-hmm and then in the afternoon, like late afternoon, maybe an hour, half hour before I went home, I would have like a keto bar, like something that was high in fat, but like 130 to 160 calories. So I'm like, just touching a thousand. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I would come home and I would have a dinner that again was around six, 700 calories, mm-hmm. but it's full of fat. It's more satiating. And then at night I would seriously be fine having like this little turtle that was a hundred calories, but it was like a keto turtle. Mm-hmm. It tasted great, but I wouldn't feel hungry. It would just be like if I wanted to nibble on something. Mm-hmm. But what I'm doing now instead is my meals, what I'm actually eating are below 500 calories, mm-hmm. but I'm eating way more of them. Mm-hmm. So like I have a protein shake in the morning and then I have a protein shake like mid morning. Uh, and that gets me to like 300 calories. And then mm-hmm. my lunch is like 490 calories. And then I have a, like a, protein bar or some kind of meal bar that's like 200 to 230 calories Mm -hmm. and then my dinner again is like 500 calories Mm -hmm. and then i have a snack at night that's like 500 calories Mm -hmm. so i'm eating way more meals but it's allowing me to stay satiated the whole day through Mm -hmm. and like i don't get a dip in energy because i'm just so hungry yeah does that that make sense that that that's in that's (coughs) sorry that's a time when when uh um when your brain can easily go well i'm hungry and if I eat all this food fast enough, right, like I'll be full. But then, but it's like, oh no, like because you, you, because well, you're, you're just so good at eating that, like you, you could like crush so, like so much food in such a short amount of time because you're just like you're hungry and it's dinner time, right? Uh, yeah, I, I can put away a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a big guy either. No, but I can, you can just, just crush it. I, yeah, uh. But that's the thing that I've I, I kind of figured out this time from just reading and watching people who do this for a living. And it was like, okay, if I'm eating a high fat diet, mm-hmm. I can have high calorie count meals because I won't feel hungry. So I can have a meal where like I feel stuffed mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I can't have I still can't have a bunch of those meals because to- overall calories is what I'm paying attention to. Yep. And I was what I used to do is try to eat like this where I'm eating low calorie throughout the day, but I would still want that feeling of just being stuffed full of food. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I would have like an 800 calorie lunch mm-hmm. and then a, you know an 800 calorie dinner and then I'm at like 1600 and it's like, okay, well, I, what can I eat as a snack that is going to not push me over the top? But mm-hmm. what I saw was like, okay, so that's where those people are doing like six meals throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Because they're just, they're making sure that they don't ever have that crazy dip in energy where like, yeah. I need to eat dinner or I'm going to freak out. Mm-hmm. 
So and, then, even, and, then it, and then it's like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. You're just like, right. Everything looks good and just want everything. It all. Yeah. And you just overeat. So that, I mean, it's, it's been really nice so far in terms of just energy and except yeah. for, like I said, the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's, that's extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Well, and the thing I like too, that about just this versus, uh, keto is like after dinner, Amber cut up a mango for the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, can I have some mango? And I had like three big slices of mango. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not tracking that. Mm-hmm. It's so negligible. But in keto, you have to yeah. because well, I mean that would put me over my carb count no matter what. For sure. And then before you got here, I was like, I'm kind of hungry, and I just went and got like a bowl, like a little bowl full of grapes, and mm-hmm. just munched on grapes. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do that in keto. You can't mm-hmm. just say like, ah, fruits and veggies don't count because like they're negligible calories. Well, right. Like I cut a quarter of a red pepper off today mm-hmm. and like threw it in my burrito like i'm not counting that yeah a quarter of a red pepper it's like 12 calories it's mostly I'll, water <laughs> i'll burn it off bending over to plug something in like yeah. but it adds so much flavor and it does give you a genuine good dose of vitamin c mm-hmm. like yeah but you can't do that like because red peppers are so sweet mm-hmm. that on keto you have to track it because you have to know like how many carbs like that that is what got tiresome about that diet for me was like fuck i hate having to like every little veggie i have like how how, can i eat a full zucchini i have no idea but you know it it did its job though it did it got it got that fat number way down i might do that every year it's it's an easy way for you to not not care as much in like november december and then like know that you can right yeah lose 20 pounds in eight weeks because that's what it was i mean let's i want to i want to stop saying 20 pounds it's it's so misleading. I lost 11 pounds of fat. Mm-hmm. Like, or whatever the actual number is. Dan. <coughs> yeah? I coughed away, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. You responded like I was coughing right at you. What? You said my name. I did. We haven't had a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So what are you reading? Well, well, oh, Kimmy wrote something. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, one of the tips they told me was fill a 12-ounce bottle with water, drink half before each meal, and the rest after each meal. Even if you were having water with your meal, do it. Oh, okay. Helps with water consumption and curbs appetite. Okay. Makes sense. I was going to say, like, well, I couldn't do that because I, I need to be drinking while I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, even if you do, just still do this. Yep. I, dr- I drink a lot of water. I have a... 42 ounce bottle it's like a weird number at okay. work because rollo the thing you have is 64 ounces right i believe so i also just realized rollo said he sent an email hold on i think the thing rollo has is 64 ounces and mine is not <laughs> it's just this big ass water 2000 milliliter yeah 64 ounces i can see it right there and that's what like uh, I that's what I see a lot of like um this fucking thing. A lot of people at work Good Lord will just drink that much water throughout the whole work. Throughout the day. whole day. Rolo drinks that in a half an hour. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's because he doesn't drink water the rest of the day. So he's catching up. He just fucking chugs it when he gets home. Should show in the big time. <laughs> oh no. You need some water, buddy. You need to drink some of that water. You're failing. <laughs> Rolo's responses after making me laugh. Holy shit. I drink this in the evening. I will say that I should show in the big tour. Like from when I get home. <laughs> I whatever those stupid like witch witch cups are. Yeah. 
um, I'll probably drink like two and a half, like total. Like if I was to fill it to the brim somehow, mm-hmm. uh, like two of those, which is that's I don't know what sixty four, but it's it's you know it's, it's probably pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if those are thirty two. They might they're, be. They're probably about that. I at work will drink. So I have a cup of coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I have a protein shake, which is soy milk. And I don't know if that's hydrating or not. I would assume it is. By the way, the other day I saw a fucking billboard that said milk, more hydrating than water. And I was like, how the... It's fucking water. I don't know. That can't be possible. Maybe it is. That's so weird. Like the way that like the fat carries the water into your body. Maybe it is. Weird. Anyway, so I have a cup of coffee... A protein shake. But it might not be. And then basically before lunch, I drink whatever. It's more than 32 ounces. It's like 48 ounces or something. It's not as big as Rolo's thing, but it's bigger than like my 32-ounce bottle. I drink that whole thing Mm -hmm. before lunch, Mm -hmm. typically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'll have lunch, and I typically have lunch with water. Mm -hmm. I don't really drink milk because it's fucking gross. Uh and then I'll go back to work and I'll fill it up and I'll drink that whole thing typically before I come home. Mm-hmm. And then I come home and like I'm drinking cans of water or just water from the fridge. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not worried about drinking enough water. Like I, I can tell the days when I forget to drink water at work when I'm just like not paying attention and I'm just I'm more exhausted when right. I'm at home. Well, that's so that was the other thing I was thinking is like I wonder because I lasted. Amber got sick right away. My mom got sick right away. Mm-hmm. After being with the kids, I took like a fucking week, yeah. over a week to get it. And what I was wondering is it was like by Monday or Tuesday, one, it was like Amber was sick mm-hmm. and the kids were sick and I was trying to take care of everybody. And that was also the most stressful because we had the day. So the day we canceled the podcast, mm-hmm. <coughs> we had to take my daughter to the urgent care twice after that. Like it was fucking stressful. And my daughter's not taking her medicine because she's two and she thinks it's yucky and like just all sorts of stupid bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder like when I get that tired, then I don't remember to drink that water. And I was like, I wonder if that's why I was able to hold it off for so long is because I was staying so good and hydrated. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there were days where I came home and I was like, I knew I didn't drink enough water. And then fucking Wednesday, I felt like shit. Just puking before the movie is over. <laughs> Gross, dude. Milk's so nasty. Like, I remember like liking weird tasting medicine. I don't know what it was because I think it was like I like I you know I you didn't, you didn't fucking drunk didn't get sick a lot. You know mm-hmm. when I was a kid, you know I was like I got like yeah, I most, got like kid sick. And the uh, most I ever had was Dimatap. Yeah, so I had to, but like there was um, oh, I forget there was we had one in Canada that like the whole commercial was basically just tastes like shit. Like that was like it's like hmm. you drink this for you know you you have this for like a cough or whatever. It's like it's not going to taste good. Uh. And that was basically like the commercial. Like I like can the, remember the, getting old enough to have like NyQuil mm-hmm. and just being like, like staring that stupid little cup. Well, like down you didn't want it, and just being like, Ugh, "This is gonna be so gross." And then drinking it and just being like, like "Oh yeah!" Like I, like I, I, I'm not gonna say I didn't have that reaction when I would right. have it, but it would, but it, I was never like. Now I drink it like it's fucking it. nothing because it was like. I think in my brain I knew that like I was sick and this thing is supposed to make me better. So I was like, "Well, so give it to me." <laughs> another testament to how fucking annoying this has been. Last night was the first night I slept without Nyquil. Hmm. Even movie night, and you know, like I slept. I took Nyquil before I went to bed because mm-hmm. my cough, like when I mm-hmm. lay down, just gets bad. Uh, 
I have a reminder that I set weeks ago because I knew that this week I would be starting my lifting routine again. It's such a meathead reminder. It just says, program in rack pulls. Just made me laugh. All right, bye, everybody. Wow, way late. My phone just got Rolo's email. Stomps around the room angrily. Listen, you didn't say shit when I mentioned it the first time. I don't think. I may be wrong. <laughs> uh, Dan. Court. No assassin. Yeah, you have to pick an assassin movie. I do have to pick an assassin movie. I'm pretty sure I got it nailed down now, though. Okay. Uh, we haven't had a podcast since Elden Ring has come out. Yup. I have probably like 150 hours in that game now. That's probably true. Wasn't paying attention the first time doesn't count. Uh, I really, that was really the reason I wanted to like get together last week. Like the reason I was so bummed. <coughs> Sorry. This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to try to not be too spoilery. Okay. How far are you in the game? <coughs> Main, uh, main story. I I didn't want to fight that lady again. I'm assuming Lady she, Rena. Yeah, I'm assuming okay. she's like the next. Um, she's gonna give me like an, Yeah, she's gonna give me an Elden Lord piece thing. Um, so I just kind of like ran off, uh, and I beat some dudes in like the weird red area. Caleb. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I, I went to the bottom of a dragon temple. There's like a bunch of dragons on a hill. And so I jumped around on the outside of it and went down. And then I've, I fought a guy in there and I stopped. Okay. So I don't know really how far I am. Lady Run is not that far. No, I assume I'm not very far. Because like I've, I've been playing it like I play open world games where right. I get on the horse. Just ride around? Yeah, I just do, I just do hood rat shit. Cool. Yeah. I beat the main story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like after it was like 110 or 111 hours when I beat the main story. Mm-hmm. I really think I really do truly and genuinely think this. I think it might be the best video game that's ever been made, in my opinion. It's 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 a it's a hell of a lot of fun. It is astounding to me. I would still say Sekiro is my favorite FromSoft game. Okay. Uh, the way Lobos has been clarifying between the two is that this is his favorite FromSoft game, but Sekiro still has his favorite combat. I can see that. I, th- I That's kind of another way of, ex- of saying what I'm saying. Uh, but I'm more saying just in overall game development, this game mm-hmm. is maybe the best game that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. Might have to take that haul soon. Like it's uh, it's it, it's huge. It's enormous. You don't even know how big. it oh, is. Oh no, that's the thing. Yeah, like that's why I know it's huge. <coughs> unless you watch, unless you watch people stream, and then you know it's already big, right? Uh and it is. Hold on. Silence. I'm getting the halls thing. Because my throat started. Oh, okay. I knew, like, when, I was like, once I'm talking a whole bunch, it's going to bug me. Um, It's so immersive. Mm-hmm. It's so rewarding. Mm-hmm. 
and it's <clears throat> it's got so much lore and so many little weird pockets that I know I haven't discovered. Oh yeah. And so much replayability. I think the only thing against it for me is that it is it is just Dark Souls 4. Mhm. In terms of the way the combat works mostly and the setting of it mostly. It's Dark Souls 4. But that is not a complaint for me at all because of how well it's done, the grandiosity of it. I think I like the story in this, especially now that I'm doing my second playthrough. I think I like the story in this more than the Dark Souls games, mm-hmm. although I don't think any story is going to beat Bloodborne. Like mm-hmm. That's the best of the FromSoft stories, in my opinion. Uh, Sekiro might be the worst story. Um, it's just it's a remarkable achievement of a game. Like I was just thinking right now that it's it's kind of like um, uh, like Rockstar with Grand Theft Autos. Mm-hmm. They just keep getting like they they sh- they share the same core right. mechanics of steal car, beat up hooker, make money. Uh, but they get, get bi- they get they get bigger and. As the company got more money, like the story got better and the voice acting got better and the combat like improved well, in, in little pieces. Like it's it's just it's just a bigger version like Grand Theft Auto five is just better bigger. Grand Theft Auto Four. Right. I would almost equate it to a Red Dead mm-hmm. where like I can object I didn't really Red Dead got really boring for me. Red Dead two. Mm-hmm got really boring for me and I just quit playing it. Mm-hmm. Like it just was not a game for me because it, it was a game where it just kind of felt like it wanted to be all the things, um, which for me wasn't rewarding. Sure. But I'd be a stupid liar if I didn't say like objectively, I can stand back and look at that game and say like, mm-hmm. this is one of the greatest games that's ever been made. It's just this amazing achievement of a game. I yeah. think the same thing about Witcher 3. Like it's just, and I didn't beat that game. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can look at it and go like this is fantastic like this is something stellar yeah, uh, but this game there was a night I was playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I have to like I'm gonna try to not be spoilery. Um, there was a night I was playing it and it'll forever be one of the just greatest video game moments I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was like surreal. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, wh- wh- like one of the... Th- sorry, there's so many things that I want to say and I have to remember them all because I've wanted to say them for weeks now. Mm-hmm. One of the things that FromSoft gets so, so right is the the apex... Does the apex mean like where two points meet? No, that's where both of them meet at the top, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily the apex, but it's like where two intersecting lines cross like they they get it right in the crosshairs is the can you hear that mike me clicking this thing on my teeth okay sorry the level of punishing and hard that those games are Mm -hmm. and like the level of heartbreak when you lose you know when you like you start getting to the point where like fuck my level is ten thousand. i have eight thousand runes but i have to get to ten thousand six hundred and i don't have anything i can burn to get there like Mm -hmm. i just have to hold on to these right well that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and eventually in that game you will experience a moment where you're like 
well, fuck, I just lost a level. Mm-hmm. Like I lost a whole level. And especially it, the most frustrating is when you like die because you go around a corner too quick and all of a sudden three guys are there <coughs> and they just ax you out. And then you're like, well, okay, now I know that those guys are there. I'm just going to run back and grab my souls. But mm-hmm. then you die on the way there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I, this game, I broke my fucking keyboard. I broke off this tab because I did that. Mm-hmm. And I lost, like trying to get back, I got obliterated. And I was like, fuck, and threw my controller down and popped the fucking tab off. And mm-hmm. it like broke the stupid little cheap plastic bits. It is frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it is punishing. And at times it's just like maddening. Mm-hmm. But they get that so right because they do the rest of the game so, so well mm-hmm. where when they need you to be utterly invested and drawn in, like late game in this game, mm-hmm. you're at a point where like 70,000 runes is not a level for you. Mm-hmm. But you're holding on to them. And mm-hmm. it's like taking a while to get up to 70,000 runes. You're like, I still need to get to 82. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I am in this moment in this game. And I know that like every character I kill is now going to be like 2,500, but it's still going to take a while. And it's just going to be a grind to get there. And I get to this new part of the world. It's a brand new part of this world that I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I'm creeping around and like hiding behind things and then like scurrying across things. And I remember Mike came into Discord when I was playing it, mm-hmm. and he said something to me, and I just kind of was like, Ugh. and I can't remember what he said, but he said some Mike thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm sorry, dude, that me and this video game are having a moment, <laughs> like, and it was, it was just this, I'm, th- it was so cool because it was like I'm 36 years old, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm a kid playing Final Fantasy VII again, mm-hmm. like, I was so enraptured and so my character in that moment Mm -hmm. and like just deathly afraid to die Mm -hmm. which like there's no other video games that do that for me like i'm not saying it was anywhere near what it is actually like to be afraid to die Mm -hmm. but like in that moment i'm that character and like i don't want to die i like i can't lose these souls Mm -hmm. because i need this level because these fucking bosses have been so brutal And so I'm just completely in there, like just moving through. And then you come to like, you, you fight your way through this stuff and you come to this like grand vista with the shit happening. And I, I had this, I said it to you and Nick and I was like, I fully understand that this might sound like conceited or high flu, highfalutin, highfalutin or like hyperbole, but it absolutely was not. And I still don't think it is for me. I felt, I was like, this game is a painting. I'm experiencing a painting. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just an, it's an artistic expression. And I really thought to myself, like, the people who have developed this game, I don't know if you would say everybody, because there's hundreds of people who worked on it, but like, maybe it's the main people that developed that game are like, van gogh like they're railroad they're they're just they're artists Mm -hmm. and they're just painting this i mean it was visually beautiful Mm -hmm. but it was like in that moment i was just like i'm i'm playing a painting Mm -hmm. like every moment of this game is just artwork and they take every little aspect of it so seriously Mm -hmm. and like 
the con- I was even thinking that last night when I was streaming in that one fight and I was learning how to fight that guy with magic. We're just like every mo you have to pick and choose your moment so fair and the game is so punishing but yet fair. Mm-hmm. We're like I mean and of course there are times where the camera can fuck you or what you know, it's a video game. Uh but like by and large, it's like if you learn a fight, you can get through a fight without being touched. Yeah. And like also a part of that is learning the arena and like, well, don't go over there because the camera fucks me and I get corner trapped and it like I don't know. I'm just so like stunned by that video game it's so cool Mm -hmm. but that moment i was having it was really like this is a living painting Mm -hmm. and like maybe not in the way that we look back on mario but it was like man in a hundred years are people going to look back on this and realize like yeah that's it's art what was happening there it's Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not uh not to take anything away from because i liked doom eternal Mm mm-hmm uh or or what was the was it doom eternal or what was the the really good one when it came back to pc was it just doom yeah i don't know if javin's here he would know yeah that, that first one was just called like was just called doom i believe okay uh and yeah it's a really good game but it's like it's not art it's mm-hmm. a you know i mean there's art in it and there are art aspects of it, but it's not its not the same thing that I'm trying to say, which is, like, that game is a living painting. Yeah. And, like, I, I think, like, maybe you can, like, expound that onto, like, a, um, like an Ori or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, Ori is absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's not the same kind of, like, punishing or things like that, but it's challenging. But that game made me cry. Yeah. I can't think of another video game that's made me cry. When you were a kid, probably out of anger. Yeah. Uh, it, was do- it was Doom. Okay, it was Doom. Hey, Javin. Like I said, like, I, I think when it comes out next year, since you already have the Switch, um, you should just play the next Zelda game. Yeah, well, I have Zelda... Breath of the Wild? Probably. I have it on our Switch, but and Nemo has to start it recently, and I was like, you know what, dude? It's going to be nice out soon, and mm-hmm. like... Even me, just it's not like even a rule I have mm-hmm. with myself. It's just like when it's nice out, I'm not sitting in that basement playing video games. Yeah. And I was like, we're not, I don't want to start Zelda and play it for like a month mm-hmm. and then come back and be like, what were we doing? What are these nuts for? Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't really get that stuff yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to start Zelda and like play Zelda. And like, that's all we're like, that's what we're doing on the weekends because it's fucking too cold to yeah. go anywhere for the next four weeks. And it's an ice storm for some reason this morning. Right. Yeah, they fucking shut down a highway. Poor, like poor sm- Mike this morning. March weather, like lousy March weather. Like I almost couldn't get up a hill yesterday for the hour that it was. Dude, ice. I went off the road yesterday. It was nuts. Half off the road. Thankfully, I didn't go the full way. It was fucking crazy. Like, wow, man. Yeah, these two days weather. It's like holy fuck. Well, like, that, I just got a phone a notification on my phone. Tomorrow it's supposed to be like mid forties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, those games are something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that moment, I haven't had a moment like that in, in any other FromSoft game. Hmm. I mean, that was just a moment of like, that, that's the, that, that's the power. It's gotta be the power of like the open worldness of it where everything is just so big. Mm-hmm. Like it, they, they give well, you so much like to look at. And that was a specific part of the game. If you don't ever think you're going to beat it, I'll just tell you off air like what it was. I'll beat it. Okay. But 
You play a caster wrong, I, by the way. I felt so small and so like mm. tiny in that game, in that moment. Mm. But in that game, it you're just, like everything's so big and so grand and so vast. <laughs> the other thing I think, the other thing I think they do that I love, and I'm gonna r- relate it back to Gene Wolfe, is they storytell the way that Gene Wolfe does. I realized that this uh, playthrough with my mage. Because the first time, you know when you get like through Stormgate, past the giant, Mm -hmm. but before you go up to the next gate that's guarded, like before you fight Godric? Mm -hmm. (coughs) Sorry. And you talk to that girl in that shack. Mm -hmm. She's got a red hood. Mm -hmm. And she's just talking about spiders and taking people's limbs off. And like that was so early in the game for me. You're just kind of like, what is this lady talking about? Like you're not really paying attention. You're like, yeah, yeah, lady. Do you Mm -hmm. give me any quests or like... Uh, and then I played it through this time mm-hmm. and all of her dialogue makes total sense mm-hmm. like within the context of the story that I now know and I know there's like a much there's broader pieces of the story that like that's on this playthrough I'll look up like how do I get this ending and because I yeah. want to get more of the story mm-hmm. Um, but her dialogue all made sense all of a sudden and that's and you're just like oh weird cool like it's just really cool. And then uh, I picked up an item. <clears throat> I was waiting for you to come over, so I was playing my original character. And I was just, like, exploring Castle Wingate. Or mm-hmm. Castle... Is that what it is? Uh, anyway, I was exploring the castle. Where the first boss is? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that Wingate? I, th- it's, I think it's Wind something. It's Storm Hill, but I thought it was Wingate Castle. I might be wrong I, on I that. I think so. Uh, and I found an item, and then I read the description of the item. Mm-hmm. And I just had never picked up this item... Oh, what are you drinking next? Uh, it's called I Bring You Love. <laughs> uh, this is uh, copyright infringement. Uh-huh. Um, Absolutely. It's a uh, Oak Age Check Pills. Okay. Hey, Amber, are you still listening? But that's the way Gene Wolfe books work. That's one of the things I love. Oh shit, Amber's not working or listening. I was gonna ask her for a favor. Amber. I hear you walking around. Big old golden circling axe. Oh, is he like a bunch of legs and shit? Or were you by a minor erd tree? Yeah, were you by a minor erd tree? Was it was it like a big ugly monster thing or like a like a human guy? Because I, I think they have like big like I think they have like half moon axes. Yeah. You can get that axe. Amber. I don't want a fucking axe, I'm a mage. Uh, you're playing mages wrong, by the way. No, you're, don't. You're, all you're doing is you're falling back on your crutch of like stabbing shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm fighting. I fought that one boss with all magic. I didn't. I, I haven't used my sword until I was hitting those girls in the in the in the fucking uh, li- in the library. The little uh, to to not use my magic. Oh really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that's I, what you I have to do. I hadn't used a sword like un- un- like until then. Uh. Well, yeah, sure. I could probably be like backstabbing shit. Should and, be like saving magic. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I just never think to do it. I've, I haven't blocked anything with my shield the entire game. Why? That's what's there for. Because I dodge. <laughs> Perfect. That's what that's there for. <clears throat> I. This is one of the reasons that I also I love Lobo so much. People fucking gatekeep from soft games so hard. Yeah. Like you can't look up how to do that. Mm-hmm. Like why not? 
Yeah. Why can't somebody like if that makes the game more fun for somebody? Mm-hmm. Why can't they be like, I saw this streamer and he had the same sword I do, but he had both hands on it. How come I can't do that? Yeah. Why can't I dual wield this? Or like, and then yeah, you're like, how do I two hand my weapon? Oh, it's just that button combo. Cool. Or if you want to look up a boss guide on YouTube because mm-hmm. you're like, man, I'm stuck on this boss. Mm-hmm. And you watch a boss guide, and then you're there like, I don't know what a boss guide say, like, circle to his right or something, you know, like, uh, or you have to time the, like, you yeah. have to, like, I was talking last night when I was fighting that boss. I was like, okay, that third swing, he swings late. Yeah. So I would, like, count out a beat, like, dodge, dodge, dodge. Mm-hmm. Like, you count a beat in your head. Maybe you watch a video like that, and then you get past that boss. Like, there's no... There isn't a wrong way to play it yeah. if you're having fun. Mm-hmm. But like playing it by somebody else's metric of like how to play a FromSoft game is so fucking stupid if it's just making the games miserable for you. And the worst, Look part, the worst part is like those idiots uh, were like are just angry because they had to play Demon Souls. Right. Which was also hard because the game was programmed poorly. So like they, so they're just like take, they're just like, well, I beat Demon Souls. Like you don't remember, you don't, you don't, you don't know how good you have it in in Elden Ring. Shut the, that, yeah, that's that, such like, a that fucking controls make, sad nerdy thing. That like, the controls make more sense. Don't be mad at people for like encourage people to have fun with a video game. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I'm texting Amber. It's all just dummies. Uh, sorry guys. Um, but yeah, going back through now and like getting these little things and that's, it's just how Gene Wolfe tells his stories where like, you'll be reading it a second or third or fourth time and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that this character is also somehow simultaneously this character, which Mm -hmm. by the way, there's a moment like that in Elden Ring. Uh, and that was that was one of the ones where I was like, I wonder if these guys love Gene Wolf because like this is how he story tells. Mm-hmm. Where like you'll find out that like one character is also the same character, and you're like, what? What does that mean? Well, as you know, who was involved in the story? Yeah, Gurm, and they were roommates. And it's like he obviously very much likes to Gene Wolf. Yeah, that's true. But FromSoft has done that in yeah. previous games too. But like, uh, maybe, but maybe he did a better job of fleshing it out. Because the, I as, mean, the sto- as, a, as a storyteller, like he probably added right. legitimate like <laughs> the story in this has been pretty good and pretty easy to follow mm-hmm. f- in terms of like a FromSoft game. Yeah, like they sure they say they say convoluted stuff at you. <coughs> well, like, but that's <clears throat> part of the charm. So, like Bloodborne, I the first time I played through that, I was like, what? What is like? I had no idea. I, I beat it, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I don't really. There's a hunt. And people are crazy because of blood. Mm-hmm. And you're in a dream. Perfect. Like, you know. And then uh, I started, like, Googling things. Mm-hmm. And I found this guy, Vati Vidya, uh, who's, like, I think he's fairly well known in, like, the from soft crowd. But he has these awesome videos where he goes deep into the lore and, like, looks up, like, what does this word mean? And what's the Japan? what does it actually say in the Japanese version of the game? And mm-hmm. Then I started to learn about the Bloodborne story, and then I played through Bloodborne again, and I was like, 
oh my god like it's just it's such a good story but like you have to kind of it's just like gene wolf like you kind of have to work at it this game's gotta be excited oh, i forget like uh like wallet beef mentioned it that because like, I didn't realize that they like there was that they're the company that made Armored Core. Yeah. Like games I couldn't beat, but I rented every time. Right. Because um, I just loved like building a mech, but I couldn't make it past like the like the sixth level because I wasn't actually paying attention to what the game wanted me to do. Right. I was just building shit. Uh, and so if they're gonna make like an Armored Core, like I'm fully on board. That with would be awesome. Like I'll, I'll I'll do Robot Elden. Ring. I will literally play any Elden Ring game blind mm-hmm. or Elden from soft from soft mm-hmm. game blind uh that was i mean that was the big thing where i was like i don't care if you guys are even making jokes about the game i don't want to know anything about it i'll just i'll put you on a timeout if you do it the the night before you're the best <laughs> thank you yeah but you're not bad Thanks. you want to bring joey up huh? go on joe okay Cool. Okay. Oh boy, dinner. Um, um and, and that's and that's you know it's like it's you know it's it's a little more a coke and the water a little more to it than, um, like the Grand Theft Auto thing, but it's like you know what you're getting with like like when Grand Theft oh, Auto, yeah. when Grand Theft Auto Seven comes out or Six comes you out you know what it's gonna be I'll play it yeah because it's I love like it's it's just so much fun driving around just doing hood doing shit. shit yeah um. It's worth you'll yeah, get sixty dollars worth of yeah. joy out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll play any uh anything FromSoft puts out and I'll wanna go into it exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. I'll just I trust them so much it's like I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's robots, I don't care if it's turtles, I don't care if it's blanket mm-hmm. weaving. Like whatever they put out, I will buy. Mm-hmm. Until they show me that they're not capable of putting out a good blanket weaving game. Yeah. Like <coughs> I'll just buy whatever they put out. Like that, uh, like that was a weird moment for me with uh, uh, Bioware and Mass Effect because I, like I I play I put a gajillion hours in Mass Effect One. Yeah, like I played like you know like hundred percenting like like Mass Effect Two. Like played played the shit out of it, um, and then like to me they dropped the ball at the end of Mass Effect Three so hard. Yeah, I've like, heard you guys talk about that before. I'm just like, well, it's like if they're just gonna do this to me at the end of this, like that sucks. Then I just died. That I don't want to put the time in. Then I don't want to play your stupid games. Yeah, it's like and like you know, like Andromeda might oh, be Rolo. fun or something like that, but it's just, it's just like, um, and you know, and, that, and that's kind of the way it goes. Like, like I'll play the next FromSoft game, right? But if like it you should play Sekiro, I might. But if it's just like, it's just dumb, and it's like, oh. Right, I would be, I would be so sad. Well, I guess we're moving on from this. Rolo says he's right there with you. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it's just gonna be so said, sad. Oh, Mass Effect! Like so much of what, like so much of what I did in like Mass Effect Two, mattered in the end of Mass Effect Two. Like mm-hmm. the ending, like I was saving people, like I could do things yeah. that impacted the story. And then Mass Effect Three, they just wanted you to have their ending. It, it, yeah, it funneled, it funneled you into their ending to the point where like. Like everything I did to like unite the universe around right. this thing didn't matter. I still you had to run here and talk here. to and just go up and talk to this guy. Right. It's like, oh, well so the last two games were like literally didn't mean anything. Yeah. Like it's you you were just making me if you're just gonna give me what you want the ending to be, right. what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? 
Yeah. Rolo's saying the same yeah. thing. He says, Mass Effect 1 and 2. Sorry, guys. Might be one of my favorite games ever played, but it's kind of forgotten now because of 3. And, and, and that's what it does. Like, if you <clears throat> if you can't stick the landing, right. people are just going to be like, they're just going to... Like Lost. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good Seasons 1, 2, and, you know, part of 3 before that, like, writer <laughs> Strike were. Mm-hmm. If they, well, they also just had no plan for those either. So yeah. that's what you mean. You know, like, they couldn't stick the landing. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. I love those games. I think it, I like. I like to play them completely blind. That's mm-hmm. why I play them offline the first time I play them because I don't want like hidden mm-hmm. enemy up here or look secret wall here. Like I want to be figuring. I want to have to figure out every mechanic. I want to have to figure out like I want that because it adds to it for me. Yeah, like the first time I got stuck in a but dungeon like, and I had to roll into a wall. Right. I'm like, oh, I don't know where the end. I don't know where the exit is. I know that these games sometimes have hidden walls. Right. So I'm just going to roll, I guess. Yep. And then at the world, I'm like, oh. That was it. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, well, I was in a dungeon I'd never been in last night. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, I went up to this marker and it said, seek down. Oh, that's the elevator one? Yeah. And I was like, what? I, and I if you died get, a lot there if you, until I figured right, out what I had to if do. If you get on the elevator and go up, you just die. And yeah. I would have done the same thing, like, because there's a door and you'd be like, all right, maybe I have to run over that door. And then you run over the door and you die. But if you you can get there, can you? But it's just it's it just just it's kills just, you. It's, you know, it's just a yeah. It's just hollow. Yeah, just a hollow. And you know, oh fuck. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So that you don't get that if you're playing online and if you're looking stuff up. So I don't like that. But I think there's other things that are just so rewarding about the game that, like, yeah, if you have to look up a dungeon mm-hmm. guide or if you have to look up a boss guide, it's not like if you watch a boss guide. Or if you watch like the game's not easy. <laughs> well, like Lobos right now is doing his cheese. He always does a cheese run where he cheeses every boss, mm. meaning like you make him glitch off the map or things like that. Yep. Uh if you even if you have a boss where you're just like, I just gotta cheese through this boss. Mm-hmm. Like I can't this I'm just I'm liking the game, but I'm so held up here. It's mm-hmm. ruining the experience for me. I don't want to learn how to fight him. I don't like this fight. I'm just gonna cheese this boss. And there's a cheese guide right here and it looks easy do that mm-hmm. who cares like i just it's i hate how much people gatekeep the games because it's like they're they're supposed to be hard and it's like yeah okay like it's I, also supposed to be a game i i have two that i left that i just want to like that i'm just going to come back to when i can just do a little more damage right. um cuz like the game <laughs> i have I, I do this all the time with like just games in general like that. Like I'm just like not using items. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I have to have like a hundred golden runes, like be, between them? the small ones and the big ones. Because I, I just I just I just never think like probably have like several levels. I'm, I'm, I, I'm just probably like, like I didn't use that twenty thousand one because I forgot it was in my inventory for like forever. See, like so like I, I I've only ever used them when I been about to touch like go through a, like a yellow door or like like to fight a boss yeah and i need like two thousand yeah so I'll, I'll crush a couple that's what i do but i but i still have like oh there's there's like i have like a bunch of the big ones well a bunch of the small ones what i do that's different is i'll I like just, i should just eat them all i'll find a site of grace no don't eat them all just what i do is i find a site of grace mm-hmm. and i go okay how much do i need to get to a level mm-hmm Okay, I need 2,100. But, I, you know, I have 10,000. I don't want to lose that. Yeah. 
So I'll just pop these until I get it. Or I get close enough that I can just grind out a few enemies right by the Sight of Grace mm-hmm. and get my level. That's how I use them. I just don't think to do that until like but I'll be like, oh, shit. There's also a thing in that game where like you do just have to use the items to figure out like what they do. Like The first time I learned what a, a rune arc does, I, j- I was just like, well, let's just see what this does. And then I u- have you used one yet? No. Okay. Well, I used a rune arc, and then I was like, oh. Okay, cool. Like, that's what it does. And I, I figured out how a completely other mechanic of the game worked that I had used and equipped and saw no difference after equipping it. And I was like, well, what the fuck does this thing do? And I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Like, that's... I probably should use... I keep finding them. That's one of the nice things. Well, that that was the other thing is I had like eight of them. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I can use one. And that I've learned that in the game, like this mechanic just wasn't working. And I was like, well, it's not a glitch. Mm-hmm. There's something I don't know yet. And I'll fi- like, I, that's where you can just trust from soft. And you're just like, well, I'll just figure this out in a little bit. I'm sure. I was so and then I did, but just by accident, I was so afraid he's a golden seed that I just Google it. I'm just like, are but these, are these only for potions? That's exactly <laughs> my point is like that made the game more fun for you. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't take, I, I just hate that gatekeeping that's in this game of like, that didn't it didn't take away anything from your experience it actually like propelled your experience with the game to go on yeah. it's like i don't know what this does and i don't want to waste it mm-hmm. i'm just going to google it and mm-hmm. it's like oh cool it does that mm-hmm. and then you use it and you just have more fun mm-hmm. i just it's yeah it's just this like angry nerd mentality that i really dislike and i need to get to like 54 int cuz that's when like some staff I found I can use, which I don't even know if it'll like make me stronger. Um, it's fun to try to get there though. And the because there's glintstone pebble, glintstone something, and then the next one is like 54 in to, to, to cast it. And so I, I just want the stronger of because okay. right I'm running, you're just using glintstone pebble, is the one that pew pew that that magic move is called. Glintstone. Oh, okay. So like there's glintstone shard is the one above that, and that okay, you need like 30. Int or something like that. Hold on. Did you hear something too? No. Okay. I just thought you do that. <laughs> um, but then yeah, I think like Glintstone Comet or Glintstone something. Glintstone Pebbles, like that yeah. Is fifty four int. Okay. Um, so I'm just throwing. I, I've only been throwing stuff basically in int and the one that gives me more mana because right. I need I needed to get to. When you get it, you'll need it. If you want it, like if you do summons, mm-hmm. um, that was the first place where I really had to put things into something because I needed 104 mana to summon a guy. Yeah. So I'm going to say, okay, well, I'm just going to just spend the next three levels just putting stuff in mana so I get 104 so I can summon this dude. That's the other nice thing that I kind of know at FromSoft or know about them in this game at this point is like you. there's going to come a point in the game where I can respec. So my first build, mm-hmm. I always do either strength or dex. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it just kind of depends on what weapon I find first. Like, mm-hmm. do I find a strength scaling one or a dex scaling one? And so what I was doing was playing, and then I found a dex weapon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, dex can scale A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. or E. Uh, and I found a C scaling weapon. I was like, cool, I'm going in that. So... Then I started, I just stopped dumping stuff into strength mm-hmm. and started dumping it into decks and, you know, vitality and, and strength. The more decks you have, the more damage it does? Yep. Okay. So I, I, right. I figured that's what it meant, but I just wanted so, to So, yeah. If it's, if it's A scaling, 
then it's going to multiply like, by your by decks a by a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, just com- kind of found where you can respec, because it's not, like, an obvious thing, mm-hmm. but found where in any of the games. This one's fairly obvious, but I w- you're still not sure, because it's like they're all talking within the confines of the story, and you're like, I think that's what this person means. Yeah. Uh, so I found where I could respec, but then just kind of forgot about it and, like, kept playing the game, kept playing the game, kept playing the game, kept playing the game. Did what you were talking about where I had a I had a uh, whatever I wanted, a summon that mm-hmm. I wanted, but it was, like, 89. Mm-hmm. And so I all of a sudden I had to start putting stuff into faith mm-hmm. because I wanted to be able to summon that. And then it wasn't really that useful. And then I got to this one boss fight that I was just, like, struggling on. And I was like, man... I'm getting his timing down, but I can't do enough damage because he's f- like, it it, ju- it was such a slog. Like it wasn't fun because it was like, I had to be so precise for so long mm-hmm. and read every one of their movements right mm-hmm. for so long. And then I was like, oh, I can respec. I totally forgot about that. So then I went and took like all of my faith out yeah. and like a bunch out of my strength and dumped it all into decks. Yep. And then it wasn't like I smoked the boss or I no. train rolled him, but I did enough damage where I didn't have to survive his onslaught for as long. Yeah, like I inadvertently put some points into faith in Arcane because I wasn't sure like what like mm-hmm. what actually lo- what actually made my spell stronger. Right. Um, you have to just, so those points are gonna disappear right. like, when I can just throw it all respect. in. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, I'm I'm all int all mind. I don't know. Because I think, I think mind is, is mind the vi- vi- vitality and mind. I think mind is the... Mind gives MP. you FP. Yeah. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I wasn't putting it into faith. I was putting it into mind yeah. for the summons. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I, and then I found, like, I recently found, like, the lady that lets me level up my summons. Um, and I found some dude that has, like, two swords that look super cool. Um, so, like, I have, like, I try and have, like, two summons that, I, that I'll use depending on the situation. Like... If I just want like shit that'll run around and like like cause stuff to look at them, right? I have like this group of like three dudes. That you want to just have something to distract? Yeah, I'll have I'll get this thing of, of these three dudes that'll pop out and they'll just randomly you know draw aggro, right? So I can just like go. Uh, uh, so you can just throw stand magic. in the background. Uh, and then I have like if I need like something strong, um, the one that costs one hundred four. Yeah, yeah. He like he's got a shield. He like throws spears and shit. Yeah, and it's like. He does a great job of just like being there to like just be annoying as hell to the boss. Right. So I can like get far enough away that I can like throw magic there's, at him. There's one summon now from watching other videos of people that people seem to like really use as a crutch. Is and it again, du- is it dual sword guy? Nope. Oh. Again, if if you if that's making the game fun for you, then cool. I found I used my summon to beat Godric the first time. Godric? No. Which which one? Like wolves? Not or? Godric. Uh who's the first boss at the at the Stormwind Gate? At that's the entrance? Yeah. I forget what his name it's is. It's not Godric. What the fuck? It's something with an M. Margaret. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first time I beat Margaret, mm-hmm. I had used the squid because it would put a dot on him. Mm-hmm. It'd put a poison dot on him. Mm-hmm. And that thing put in work on Margaret. I've never used the squid one. So I would use the squid, and it it would poison him. Mm-hmm. But I basically stopped using him because what I found is like the way that I like to play those games mm-hmm. as like a strength or dex build is like I'm in there and fighting and picking my shots and doing damage, 
<laughs> Jeff versus jellyfish rules. I, maybe I should try and use a jet. I, I gauge on how much FP they use. Okay. And so I'm like, ah, the jellyfish only uses this much. I, I have this one that costs 100. That was the other thing. 100. Jellyfish was, at the time when I fought Margaret, was, he was a tanky boy, too. So, like, Margaret would hit him a lot. Oh, he's got a lot of health. But what I learned is I there's no way that I can have the boss mm-hmm. attacking my summon, mm-hmm. and I can accurately read the next move. It, so I would just... Oh. I would just get steamrolled. It, it, it makes it that much harder. Because I couldn't figure out what the fuck the boss was going to do. But like, I've been using the summons more as a caster mm-hmm. because it does allow you to stand back. But what I learned last night fighting that guy that has the, the George R. R. Martin sword mm-hmm. as your reward, what I learned fighting him is like there's no way that having a summon there was going to help me because that's still the same thing. That guy can cover such a large distance of the map that I can't stand back and cast at him mm-hmm. because he can all of a sudden just turn around and take half my life away. Mm-hmm. So he was the same thing. And that was what I was saying last night on the stream was fun. was like, I have to learn, I have to learn how to pick my shots as a magic, like as a caster. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I run in like the first thing I do the second I walk into a boss room is, <laughs> is sure. I, I hit X and I just summon okay. whichever one I have selected that I've chosen is like the one I want because I've the that boss in that in the yes, castle Robo. yeah the boss in the castle is was the the first one to teach me that um if I was fighting without a summon Godric no not Godric whatever whatever the main the, the first guy you get the, the guy with the, the dragon yeah. yeah yeah um where like if I was fighting without a summon he would do this move this move right this move and I'd be I'd have to dodge here do this so I use the summon because, like, it'll buy me a little bit of time where I can just stand there. Mm-hmm. But I have to, like, anytime he does a move, I still have to be, like, ready. Right. That, like, he might just, for whatever reason, even though he's attacking that Turn guy. Turn around. Like, just, like, mid, like, mid-swing, like it might just, like, spin at me. Yeah. And he'll hit me with it instead. Well, it's, that's, that's going to be one of the fun things to learn as a caster is I have to figure out how to fight at range. A range that is safe and that I can see moves coming. And mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, well, there's lots of jellyfish. Oh, no, those are squids, and there's glowing squids that. Uh, that see that, if they become friends. That uh, that that Schwat is uh, hunting because he he needed glowing ink. What is this? Why Margaret is so good at killing you in Elden Ring? Well, I'm gonna have to watch that after the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, the video is pretty good at explaining how Margaret sort of puts souls vets on their side a bit and teaches you how you're going to have to handle bosses. Obviously not for viewing now. Nice. Yeah, they do. So they have a lot of bosses in this game that roll catch. And I that, don't know what that means. So like a lot of bosses in, in the games that I've played from FromSoft, uh-huh. you know, there's it's circle round, hit them in the butt, circle round, hit them in the butt. And so when you're dodging, you're just dodging in one direction and you, you know, they finish their cycle and then you hit them in the butt. Well, these bosses are way better at altering their... Ba- so like if you're standing in front of them and you're trying to work them that way, they continue to attack that way. But if you try to dodge to the right or dodge to the left... Mm-hmm. They alter their attack and they have a roll catch where they hit you on the roll. 
Oh, 100%. Like so you have to figure out, like, different tactics. Exactly. Like, that's that's what I've had to do as a caster, because since I roll all, like, since I don't, I don't use my mm-hmm. shield, I only roll, I have to... Night, Jevin. Yeah, good night. Mass Effect 3. The game was a lot of fun up until the end. <laughs> um. So, yeah, like, I have to, like... <coughs> Suck it. Dodge. Dodge, dodge, and like know the switch. Like I, I, right. I have to. Like yeah, I, I, I'm sure I have to fight the bosses three million percent different than you had to with the sword. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was another fun thing. I stopped watching him because the guy bitches so much about every fucking video game he plays, and it's so obnoxious to me. But it was fun watching Doctor Disrespect play those games for the first time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there is a point in his playthrough where he starts to realize, like, okay, I have to be more deliberate. Like, I have to pick my shots. And he was playing the game in, like, the classic video game style where it's just, like, I am I got a better sword, so I'm just going to run in and smash everything. And you're like, what? How do these three weak little enemies still kill me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so much stronger than I was. And why can't I just plow through this boss? And why can't I just, ju-? like, he was like, how? He's getting frustrated at first. Like, how am I supposed to ever beat this guy? My hits don't do anything. But then it's so cool to start to learn because I can still very distinctly remember the moment I started to learn it in Sekiro like, Mm -hmm. oh, I've never, ever, ever played a video game before where the boss fight, it's actually a fight. Mm -hmm. I have to be conscious of when I'm choosing to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when I like I have to pick my shots mm-hmm. and I have to know when it's okay to and when it's not. And like sometimes I'm gonna misread that and I'm gonna get hit. Mm-hmm. But that's like it's an actual fight. Like sometimes a guy dips his shoulder and it it's just not the same thing that you're used to it being mm-hmm. and you get clipped. Mm-hmm. Other times he dips his shoulder and it is and you clip him, like and he so it was fun <coughs> to start to see Doc like getting that like Oh, th- this is a, this is this is different, but it's also what's so addicting. Like I have to be really deliberate about when I'm attacking. Like there was there was so like cool. there was a boss at the bottom of like just like a regular mine that I thought I I wasn't gonna be able to beat because mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, man, like my magic is doing nothing to this weird like gem lady, <laughs> and then all of a sudden like. I was just, I so I, so I, just, I just kept doing him. It's like, whatever. Like, I have, like, my four mana potions. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep going. Um, And, like, the, like the DP, I don't, like, my DPS wasn't going to be enough. Yeah. But then for, like, whatever reason, like, I forget at what point it was. Like, maybe, like, 30% health, something like that. Like, I, I threw one. And then all of a sudden, like, I made, like, a cracking noise. And it's, like, and then all of a sudden, like, my Maddox just, like, just started doing, like, a ton of damage. And it's, like. I don't know what the fuck I just did, but like I just I, I apparently just broke through whatever gem armor right. this person had on that like was making some of my magic did like nothing, and now they're just and now they're just dead. Now they're just smoke. So it's like okay, so they're, they're, that that might just be a thing. It's, it's not that I'm weak. It's just that you might have to break through something or some, break so, something. Yeah, something off is happening that or like, hit a certain part of them. Yeah, like targeting the head in this game will matter a mm-hmm. lot, and or legs or something. Right. It's uh. I this so Elden Ring does I have to play them again but I have watched other people play them mm-hmm. uh and I think 
I think my feelings are going to stay the same. It's got two of my least favorite fights in any FromSoft game. Uh, one of them is like a spectacle fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I got more used to like the spectacle fights of that game are not, of those games are not necessarily super challenging. Like, is, is spectacle like that, like that, uh, like the lightning reindeer? Kind of, yeah, where okay. it's like beautiful. Like a big thing is happening. Right. Well, there's a the best one I can think of is in Sekiro. There's a dragon fight in that. I don't know what that looks like. I know, but it's. I mean, you're just kind of like stunned by the. the it's awe just doing of fight. stuff. Like it's not right. hard, but it's doing. But stuff. But it's not super hard to beat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the spectacle fight in this one is just. It's like a grind, and mm-hmm. like the move set. It's not like a challenging move set to learn, mm-hmm. but it can like one shot you, mm-hmm. and it was just like man. This is this spectacle fight is or gimmick fight or whatever you want to call it. It was just like it's like on future playthroughs of that game. I just know it's not. It's like ugh, now I gotta do this fight. Like it's not a fight I like. Sure. And it's there are fights like that in other FromSoft games, mm-hmm. but they're not kind of like like this particular fight. The enemy has so much health, mm-hmm. and it was just like man, this is just gonna go on, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another fight that is just brutal. Mm. It is just brutal. Uh, and I, I got through it on a pure luck, uh, because you know, my first character, I, I typically would use like a sword of some kind. Mm-hmm. I like to use a great sword or at least like a, a broad sword, a, mm-hmm. bi- a bigger sword. Uh, and then I use a bow and arrow because I pull aggro with it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I just happened to like do a thing and figure out oh I and it's a a fight where you're fighting two bosses at once, so mm-hmm. it's like a Ernstein and Smo from Dark Souls. Ernstein? No, not Ernstein. What is it? Something Smo. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh. But it w- I mean, I was just getting mad at the fight. And I was like, man, this, I I don't, like, I was just getting mad at it. But then that one, once I figured out, like, this little trick, it was like, oh, this is so easy. Mm. Like, that may, I, like, the next time, because I figured it out and then I died. And I was mm-hmm. just like, okay. And then I did it again and beat it. And it was like, well, that makes this fight really easy. But if that's what you have to do to beat this fight, it's just kind of a, then it's just kind of lame. Mm. But I've watched other people do that fight since then, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it with like the little gimmick that I figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got to the point where they just did the fight really well, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that so that one I have to give a second chance. Okay. Uh, because so far I'm not using a bow and arrow, so my gimmick is not going to work as a magic user. Yeah, yeah, you don't have enough decks to put, to put the bow on. But that one, I don't think is gonna. I don't think it's going to be a fight that I ever learned to enjoy. It's just going to kind of be like, oh, I have to do this fight now. Um, and then, yeah, the there's another fight that I just beat on my main character that was still hard, but it's a dual boss fight, and you have to, like, kite one, and you have to use reposts and stuff like that. <coughs> but now I'm sitting here like, man, I wonder how I'm going to do that. I'm going to need like a bunch of AOE or something to hit both of them when I'm a magic user. Like, I have no idea. It's just, I'm excited. Like, how am I going to do that fight? Yeah, I've, I've had to fight two of those, like, just like 
like people like in caves, so like not like the hardest versions yeah. of like the the dual bosses. Um, but yeah, those were like once I figured out, it's like oh, like range guy's weaker. I gotta kill him fast. Yeah. <laughs> like so, there's only one of these people that I have to dodge. <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> Dan, we've talked. It's almost ten. Mm-hmm. I still have more stuff I want to talk about, but I'm also tired. <laughs> So I think I'll just save it for the next podcast. All right. Uh, well, sorry, guys. If it was boring listening to us nerd out on Dark Souls for basically the whole time. Yeah, they'll all play Elden Ring at some point. Or Elden Ring. Uh, yeah. Kibby, keep up the good work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, um, you know, like, like how it goes for you. Yeah. Those tips seem like good tips. I think it's... I think it's uh, I think it's worth getting a food scale. They're not that expensive. I got it for when I tr- when I thought I was gonna need it for coffee. No, meal. I I, I like for so like oh you got to put this many grams in your pour over right. for this much water. And I did it once. I'm like all this eyeball from here. Yeah, like, I, I don't like, need. I, to I do see this, how much that is. You fucking dorks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep up the good work. Food scale is worth it. Meal prepping is absolutely worth it. I got I got to do that more. I don't do I that enough. You know what else I think? I because I watch a lot of like things about this, mm-hmm. and people will be like, you know why? Like you know why you're not losing? I wonder this. I mm-hmm. shouldn't say I think this. Mm-hmm. I this is a this is a, a wonderment for me. But I'll see like it's because you're not counting calories on weekends, mm-hmm. and it's like, but these guys are like ten percent body fat. Yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's how they need to lose. And I count calories on weekends, but I'm saying like, if you're a higher body fat, if you meal, if you meal prep, like breakfast, lunch and dinner for five days of the week, and then you just don't eat like a complete asshole for Saturday and Sunday, you can like, you can chill and like maybe get a burger on Saturday as long, you know, just have a good breakfast on Mm -hmm. like, I think there's so much information out there Mm -hmm. that at least for me in the past, it's been like, well, I got to do this, 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 and this. And it's like, yeah, if your goals are a bodybuilding competition, bro, but like that's not your goal. Like yeah. sit down and what is your goal mm-hmm. and then figure out how to eat like that. You're not Juji Mufu. I'm not. You're not Rick Booze. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in all. Rolo, I know you're just kidding. It's uh you're like me where it's legitimately fun to hear somebody nerd out on something that they're yeah. Even if it's not a video game, like I just like listening to people talk about. Mm-hmm. Like I've listened to Mike talk about design before. Mm-hmm. It's just like I just li- I like the way that like you appreciate how that letter looks. Who gives oh, a exactly. shit? Oh, exactly. Like it's 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 always it's always it's always entertaining. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Be well. Wish my family well. <laughs> bye bye.